street Oh my, run fly, you better hurry with your little feet Bad boys, bad girls with your regular little clothes You better hide away, or I say you'll be sorry, cut this nose Here comes that raggedy man with his rags, rags, rags He'll get you if he can with his old junk bags So save your bottles, rags in your shoes Or anything that he can use He'll give you a penny or two for your rags, rags, rags As soon as that song began to play, I knew exactly what was happening. The raggedy man was coming. After our last encounter with him, in which Buddy ran him over with a car, and we had to destroy a priceless record in order to stop him, we thought we had seen the last of him. However, with an unreleased cover version of his song by the Ramekins playing, the Raggedy Man had been summoned from whatever supernatural place he called home. What is making all that racket? It's a long story, but let's just say that a very scary and a very large man has been summoned by the song and that apparently all versions of that song can invoke it. Even really catchy ones from around 2015 or so. The Raggedy Man's roars echoed against the cave's walls as he made his way through the cave toward the main chamber, making him sound even more terrifying. Though we couldn't see him yet, it was only a matter of time before he was upon us. I am so excited to see him in action. And for him to do our bidding. People will pay a premium to see the fabled Raggedy Man. And only we will have him. Are you guys insane? That's not how this works! Yeah, he doesn't do anyone's bidding. But we called him forth. He must do what we ask. He's not gonna do anything you ask, you dum-dums. He's not a genie! Don't say genie. It's offensive. You guys know he's just gonna break and smash and maim everything in his path, right? Don't you guys get it? That's how your parents' house got demolished. The raggedy man went on a rampage. But... Oh dear. Do you mean to tell me these two unleashed a nearly unstoppable killer brute with no means of being able to stop it? I mean, that's the gist of it, yeah. We need to get somewhere safe and fast. Why not just stop the music? Destroy the means of the melody. Turning it off won't help. He's already here. But maybe if we smash the phone... Excuse me, but you are not touching my phone. It's a Pineapple XS, thank you. Top of the line! Cream of the crop. You're about to be creamed if you don't hand it over. It might be your only way of stopping this thing. I won't allow it. I won't either. You spoiled little brats. Buddy started after the twins, but it was too late. The raggedy man was here. His hulking form took up most of the entrance into the chamber, and his shoulders slumped forward in order to squeeze through. Once he locked eyes with us, a sense of recognition came across his face. Do you think he remembers us? <laughs> going to say that's a yes. Quick, to the safe room! Zane took off toward the far corner of the room, with Addison and Darby in tow, as the raggedy man sprang into action after them. We were about to follow, but Zane barely made it to his destination. He punched the code into the wall panel, and a secret door opened into the cave wall. Just as it did, the raggedy man was upon them, and he managed to rip the half-opened door off its hinges. So much for a safe room. Don't take me! I'm too young to die! I'm younger by three minutes! With his original plan no longer a viable option, Zane decided to take his chances and stood before the raggedy man, hoping to intimidate his way out of the situation. Stand back, brute, or you will face the full brunt of power from the Society of Charlotte! The raggedy man cut him off mid-sentence by grabbing him by his midsection and lifting him up. He tossed him across the room, and Zane's head bounced off the cave wall like a tennis ball against a racket. 
Oh, that's not gonna feel great. My gods, it killed him! Oh my god! What did you expect, you morons? Shouldn't we tell them it'll likely just magically be back in a few days? Nah, let them live with that guilt for a bit. This is on them after all. Fair point. <gasps> Addison and Darby took off, and the Raggedy Man began to chase them. Watching them run away from him would almost be comedic if not for the threat of impending death on our hands. Save us! Help us! How the hell are we gonna stop him this time? We're in the one place that likely has more mystical artifacts than anywhere else in the world. The society has got to have something to help us out here. You're right! We should ask that Logan guy where Zane was keeping them. Well, we better do it fast before he sets his sights back on us. I looked to see that the Raggedy Man chased the Robina twins into hiding in a small cavern on the other end of the main chamber. He was too large to follow them in, but was content in trying to reach in every few moments to try and grab them. <laughs> was a bad idea! I told you that! Looks like the Olsen twins bought us a few minutes! Buddy and I ran toward the main entrance to look for Logan, only to find him cowering behind a desk, hiding. Don't let that thing get me! Tell us where the goods are. The, the, the what? The Robina collection stuff. Y you know, all that stuff you found after the mansion was destroyed. We know it's here, we've seen it before. Also, I need a new coffee mug since the last one I had had an evil gin in it. It's no longer here, it's been moved! With the tears opening, the Order of Billeth felt it wasn't safe to house it all here, so so it's gone. Damn it. I knew I didn't trust those guys. Is there anything else that might be of help? I'm not sure. Look, Logan, Zane just died. Again. And we're going to be next, including you, unless you help us out of here. Well, you could always trick him into falling off the cliff into the bottomless pit. Great, so we just have to lure him out of the cave to wherever this pit is. That sounds very helpful. No. The bottomless pit in the main chamber room. What bottomless pit in the main chamber room? You know, the one in the east corner. Uh, no, we we don't know. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know, the one that's shrouded in darkness. In that area that's not well lit. Wait, you're telling me that there's been a bottomless pit in that room the entire time? You guys didn't even think to light the area a little better or put up a plaque warning people in case they took a wrong turn and fell in? Well, it was used for sacrifices in the olden days, so we generally didn't like to warn those who were about to be, uh, uh, thrown in. I hate this place a little more every time I come here. We'll make it work. Somehow. How are we going to lure him over there? I don't know, we... Use someone as bait? Oh, no, 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 no. I am not playing bait again. Remember the last time? I'll do it. And then what? Run out of the way at the last second and hope he falls over the edge? Do you have a better idea? I don't think you're going to need one. Why is that? <laughs> Big Red Eye, still slightly banged up from her encounter with the Never Was earlier, but well on her way to healing with a bandage around her torso, came barreling into the main chamber and straight for the Raggedy Man. Coming in right on her heels was Amy, who spotted us and ran in our direction. Amy, what's going on? The Raggedy Man, who was still distracted trying to get the Robina twins, didn't see Red coming, and she rammed right into him at full speed, knocking him off balance. She wasted no time in pummeling him with mighty blows as he tried to recover from his fall. I was bringing Red back here to see if we had any other means of protection between the Robinas, but she just went into defense mode when she heard- Wait, is that the Raggedy Man? What the hell? Don't ask, we'll tell you later. Is that really Big Red Eye? The one and only. Are we just gonna let them duke it out? We should help them. Do you really want to get in between two gigantic monsters beating on each other? Fair point. Come on, let's see what we can do, and maybe strike when the time is right. 
What's the plan? There's a bottomless pit on the floor on the other side of the chamber. We're trying to figure out how to lure the raggedy man there. There's a bottomless pit? That doesn't sound safe. That's what I said. Come on, let's go. I'll tell Red to get her over to the end. She's taking commands now? It's amazing what a little bit of kindness will do. Amy ran back to the center of the chamber, where Red and the raggedy man were really going at it. They seemed pretty evenly matched as each rain blows down upon each other. Amy yelled out to Red to try to get her attention. Red! Over here! Red looked in Amy's direction for a split second, acknowledging her presence. However, that was all the time the raggedy man needed to get the advantage, as he sunk her punched her in the stomach, close to her wound, to knock her off balance. She went down on one knee, and the raggedy man attacked again. We've got to help her! We ran closer to the scuffle, and noticed some loose rocks on the ground nearby. Rock fight? Just like the old days. We each picked up a handful of rocks and began to toss them at the Raggedy Man. Though it was more of an annoyed nuisance than a big help, it was enough to get him to stop hitting Red and look toward us. His eyes locked with mine again, and I knew that meant we had unfinished business. Uh, why is he looking at us like that? Probably because he tried to kill me once and Amy stopped him. Oh, right. Forgot about that. <laughs> He started after us, his lumbering form picking up speed, like a locomotive warming up. This was a bad idea, wasn't it? Isn't it always? I held out the talisman, in an effort to send a powerful blast in his direction. Wait! I was surprised to see Amy standing next to me as she put a hand on my shoulder and smiled. Let's try to double the power this time, shall we? I felt an energy coursing down her arm and into me. Channeling that, I combined it with my own, and sent the largest bolt of blue energy that I've ever seen right at the Raggedy Man. It sent him sprawling backward and onto the ground. He struggled to move. Whoa, Talisman Twins! That blast was all that Red needed. She was already up on her feet and ran toward the Raggedy Man. As she lifted him up over her head with a roar, Amy pointed in the direction of the pit. Red! Over there! Red took a few steps toward the bottomless pit and stood over it with the raggedy man high above her head. Though he struggled to break free, it didn't matter. With one final roar, Red tossed him right in. We all hurried over to the edge to watch him disappear into the darkness, his roar echoing long after he was out of sight. Did he hit the bottom yet? Red, are you okay? Amy ran to Red's side to see how she was. By all accounts, aside from a few new bruises, she seemed fine. Who knew one of New Jersey's mythical creatures would save us rather than try to kill us for once? I told you she's a big softie. Isn't that right, girl? I looked off to the side and saw the Robina twins trying to slink off. I pointed them out to Buddy. Hey, Lannisters, where do you think you're going? Yeah, I think it's time you pay your debts. Us? Going? Uh, <laughs> nowhere, of course. Just admiring this spectacular specimen from afar. Is that really Big Red Eye? Darby reached out to pet her, but Red growled in protest, causing her to quickly pull her hand back. Yeah, not the best idea. Hey, Red. These two wanted to kidnap you and put you in a zoo. How do you feel about that? She doesn't sound too happy about it. Yes, well, <clears throat> now that our business here has concluded, I feel as if we have all come to good terms on the outcome. Yes, we will go on our way and call it even. No lawsuit. 
No, Raggedy Man. Did you guys forget the part where you just tried to kill us? And that part where you threatened to sue us right before that? Water under the bridge. And over the falls, as they say. No one says that. How about this? You two get out of here and don't come back. Or Red will show you her Chewbacca impression. Her what? That means she'll rip your arms off, dude. I say we let the Wookiee win, dear Addison. Indeed. Take care. For now. And sorry about Mr. Sanguine. Yeah, you better be. The Robina twins slinked away, leaving the four of us alone until Logan came over. She's beautiful. She's also hurt. Don't you guys have a mystical hospital ward or something here? We do. Though, I'm not sure she is the type of patient our doctor had in mind. Uh, but I'm sure that she would gladly give it a shot. Good idea. So, Amy, how does it feel to finally have met your favorite creature? Pretty great. And she's not a creature, buddy. She's our friend. Oh yeah? Are we friends now, Red? Hey, how do you like fairies, Red? Any experience? So, you have powers too, huh? I mean, maybe. How long have you known? A while. But I kind of forgot about them until that one time in the woods with the Jersey Devil. I've been silently practicing since then. Well, you seem to have a better handle on them than I do. But you have a talisman. That helps focus it. So you have a one-up on me there. That's fair. Hey, buddy, you didn't happen to record any more cover songs that will summon scary monsters, did you? Uh, you make one bad judgment call in the recording studio and it comes back in the form of a hulking beast a few years later. Geez, sorry. Come on, Red. Let's get you fixed up. Return Home, Episode 31, Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. You just listened to Part 3 of 3. It was written and produced by Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Forrest Orta, Alyssa Ritorno, Cleve Nettles, Paulina Logan, Zane Sexton, Danny Haberman, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. Want to find us on social media, buy return home merchandise, or support us on Patreon? You can find links for each in the show notes or on our website at returnhomepodcast.com. Questions? Comments? Want to hear other songs that the Ramekins covered? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams. So say